0: Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services in Eastland, Texas. Tune in every week as we share important information to help you and your family live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, legacy and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101.
1: Welcome to Life Planning 101. My name is Angela Robinson with Kennedy Financial Services and Smart Money Group, right here out of the big city of Eastland, Texas. Yes, folks, we may have a small town, but we think big, which is why we do this show, Life Planning 101. Yes, we are a wealth management firm, financial planning firm. All Things Planning Firm, which actually should be life planning if you do it right, because it should focus on what it means for you to live life on purpose and address all those dangers and opportunities that you have coming at you every single day. How do you keep up with it? Well, that is why I have a job. (laughs) But yes, we have another great show lined up for you. Uh, Last week, we were talking about Social Security and uh, yes, getting a big increase and lots of um, good information there. We did have a follow-up question about that. If if you delayed taking Social Security, does that mean that you won't get that cost of living bump? And uh, the answer is, is you don't have to just take Social Security to get the cost of living bump. Everybody's going to get that cost of living bump one way or another through their projected benefits or otherwise. So um, that shouldn't be an issue. But let's get to the meat of things because today we're going to be talking about something very, very special. And I want to start out by telling you a story of an old man that went into a bank and he asked for a loan of $500. Well, the bank employee started filling out the papers and she asked him, you know, what are you going to do with this money? And he said, well, um, I'm going to go to the city and sell the jewelry that I made. And she said, well, do you have any security for the loan? And he said, What's security? I don't know what you mean. And she said, well, security is something that is a value that can cover the cost of the loan. For example, do you have a car? And he says, well, yes, I have a 1949 truck. She goes, oh, that's not going to work. Maybe you have some animals, livestock, cows, horses. He says, yes, I have a horse. She said, well, how old is it? He said, well, I don't really know because he doesn't have any teeth anymore to be able to tell. (laughs) And so fast forward, in the end, he gets the loan for $500. Well, a couple weeks goes by. Here he comes back to the bank with a package of money. And he counted out um, the money that belonged to the bank to make his payment. And then he put the other ones back. And the banker asked again, so what are you going to do with that other money? And he said, "Why? I'm going to keep it at my house. And she said, well, you could deposit it in our bank. He said, I don't know, what's a deposit? And she said, well, if you give your money to the bank, the bank will take care of it. And when you need that money, you can take it. He thought about it for a second and and then he asked, he said, well, does the bank have something to give me for security for the money? (laughs) if only, if only, right? Only makes common sense. But that's the reality of the world we're living in. Uh, Yes, this is a funny story. Most people do understand the basics of banking, unlike the story uh, portrayed. But what we don't understand is when life gets more and more complicated by the success that we have over time, and we like to call them what are called success issues. They start to get bigger, more complex. And then they start compounding. They start overlapping and creating gaps because everything is supposed to work with everything else. And if it doesn't, it kind of gets a little messy. And yeah, that's usually what happens because as you build your success, you've been going to um, specific specialists to deal with special problems. For example, if you got an insurance problem, you go to your insurance guy. You got a, a money problem, you go to your bank. You got a tax problem you go to your accountant you got an investment problem you go to your investment guy you got a legal problem you go to your legal guy maybe even have two three four five of each of those professionals at times and my question to you is do any of them know what each other is doing and oftentimes the answer to that is no first of all and then the second question to that is if none of them know what each other's doing, who's managing your overall picture so um, you don't have any gaps and overlaps? and, And furthermore than that, maybe even asking the questions that should be being asked about your situation. And a lot of times, those are questions that you aren't gonna know because you've never been there and done that. It's, you know, that's what makes it so complicated. That's what makes success so complex, right? And I think this is like, everybody. <laughs> um, we get to this point in life where we just have all these success issues and they finally pile up. And one day we're pulling our hair out and we're saying, I need help. I have no idea if what we're doing is the best thing that we should be doing to maximize everything that we want to be maximizing, taking care of everything we want to be taken care of. And by the way, are we going to be okay? Yeah, that's some real stuff. And it happens One day at a time. It's not like you just fall off into those issues, right? So um, when you start to think about it, it gets overwhelming. And it says, well, heck, I just don't have time to deal with that. And I I always call it the Scarlett O'Hara syndrome. Yes, I'll deal with that tomorrow, right? And we keep putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. Well, the problem with this is that that compounding of those success issues can you leave you where one day you wake up and it's no longer you just pulling your hair out, you're maybe using a few choice words that you probably wouldn't otherwise be using because you've got such a mess that now you've got a real problem that's staring you right in the face that everything you've worked so hard to build could potentially be wiped out or lessened to a large degree or not at all what you thought it was to begin with. That's some real stuff. Yes, I know I am just hitting it straight on on this Monday morning or Saturday morning, whichever day you're listening to Life Planning 101, but let me tell you, this is the stuff you need to hear. You may not wanna hear it, but you need to hear it because if you don't take the time to start peeling back that onion, And figuring out, you know, from a holistic picture what you should be doing, what you need to fix in the gaps and the overlaps, it could be painstaking in the way that a heart attack or stroke are painstaking. It's going to sneak up on you and then overnight it's going to be life changing, right? So today we are going to be talking about the time value of success issues when we come back on Life Planning 101. You're not going to want to miss it. Welcome back to Life Planning 101. My name is Angela Robinson with Kennedy Financial Services and Smart Money Group. So happy you're listening in on this show today. I tell you what, I I really think um, this week when I was writing this, I got truly excited because... I just know, I just know that this is going to reach someone and change their life, change their life on a trajectory that they've needed to have a wake-up call to be able to do. And now they're doing it and everything's gonna be better because of it. And we are talking about the time value of success issues. So let's back up for a second and let's talk about the time value of money, okay? You may or may not recall learning that, but that is simply the power of time in compound interest. If I have $100 in the bank and it's earning 2%, the next year it's worth $102, and if it earns 2% again, then it's going to be 2% based on the 102, not the original 100, and that keeps going on, so on and so forth, right? So let's put it in a scenario that really starts to um, create some impact. Suppose you were 20 years of age. Yes, you get to pretend that you're that young age again. Um, and you start saving a thousand bucks a month, okay? And that thousand bucks a month you invest it and it's earning eight percent. And what that would mean is that you would end up having almost five point3 million dollars when you turn 65. okay? Sounds really good. Most of us don't start saving at 20. <laughs> so let's say you wait 10 years to start saving. Well, you would need to be saving $2,300 a month to get to approximately the same number at age 65 with the same return. And the total cost of waiting those extra 10 years means you're actually gonna be forking out an extra $425,000 over that time out of your income, out of your savings. Wow, right? That is the power of compound interest. That is the power of time, value, of money. The greatest thing you can do for your money is give it time, right? So the issue, going back to it again, is is we talked about a 20-year-old. Yes, even at 30 years of age, most people aren't really thinking about their retirement, and they certainly aren't making it a priority. So why would they be thinking about it at 20, Right. Uh, Perhaps this is why, you know, I think wisdom is gained usually as a result of our prior decisions and a little bit of aging. Yes. So the truth is time happens. We don't get it back and it proves to be costly. And we learn that too little too late. But it doesn't mean that you should just beat yourself up and give up. I mean, you know, you're probably like every other American out there. And 20-year-olds that actually save $1,000 a month are probably a rare exception. So, you know, and, and to prove that, look at look at the families we work with. You know, we typically get to know a family and start working with a couple around the age of retirement. It's not in their 20s, not in their 30s, or even in their 40s now, You know, I think sometimes when you've been through a situation with your family and you've seen something from the first generation and it's so painstaking that you want to make sure that it doesn't happen in your generation, you are just motivated to do things differently. So, you know, there are people that come to us in their 40s. But they've usually got that wisdom built in from some prior experience to happen. It doesn't usually happen. It's usually, you know, when you're looking at a person age 50 to 55 and, you know, they've emptied out their little nest egg with the kids and they're looking up for the first time and they're looking at their finances and they're saying, "Hmm, we better start doing something, right? Right. And then some people just keep putting it off anyway, because now they're enjoying just a little bit of breathing space, right? So they get to be about 60, 65, and there starts to be some slight panic. And then there's those over the age of 65 that just end up looking for the magic bullet and it just doesn't exist most of the time. So this is where we start talking about what I would call the time value of success. Okay. So we've talked about the time value of money, cash, may be king, but it isn't everything for a successful family. And we all know that. And the truth is, success can compound in the same manner as cash. But it also gives birth to complexity. Like we've mentioned in the beginning of the show, success doesn't come without a second word attached to it. It has a last name and it's called issues. The more success you gain, the more issues you gain Whether you want them or not. I actually have had, and this has happened more than once, people tell me, man, I look at all of this and it would be easier to be broke. And yeah, we laugh for just a second, but there's a lot of truth in that statement. Being successful brings a lot of responsibility and a lot of issues. And and yeah, you can ignore it. You can ignore it if it doesn't matter to you, if it doesn't matter to preserve it. You know, but why have you spent your whole life building it? Why why have you just worked and worked and worked just to, to see it go down the drain? I, I think people, I think that they don't want that at all. I think that there was a reason that they worked so hard to build their success. They want to live life on purpose. That looks a little bit different for everybody. But living life on purpose requires what we call oxygen and that's usually money that's usually something to be able to support that lifestyle to help them live life on purpose and their family and so on and so forth so the typical response that we begin to see as problems start to pop up is you know we'll just address that one that's the most painstaking or the most painful, most often it's taxes, is, you know, your younger years, right? And then the rest of these problems just get shoved underneath the covers, and you just keep rolling along. And then before you know it, handling them a la carte, you wake up one day and you realize, oh my gosh, I can't do this anymore. I'm about to pull out my hair. A left hand doesn't know what the right hand's doing. How do we solve this problem? and everything's starting to compound on me. And I think people finally get to a place that they realize they're in the middle of a great big forest, and you try to figure out that you are here place, and and in a forest there is no mall map with a you are here sign. And that's where we usually get called. I hate to say it, but that's where we get called in as life planners. To help people try to discover the you are here and let me tell you folks there's a process to do it and yes you are in the middle of the forest and yes it could take you as long to get out as it took you to get there but it may not and the worst thing that you can do is try to ignore it because of the size of the problem And the fear that it's going to be so time consuming it may not be worth it or otherwise or you'll just keep putting it off till tomorrow miss o'hara and at the end of the day that that doesn't work either because things just begin to fall apart so when we come back on life planning 101 we're actually going to walk you through our process on this because this is what we do we help people work on their success issues and figure out how to make that time value of success work for them and not against them. You're not gonna to wanna to miss it when we come back on Life Planning 101. Welcome back to Life Planning 101. My name is Angela Robinson with Kennedy Financial Services and Smart Money Group. If you have missed any part of this show, I'm going to tell you, you need to go back and listen. We've been talking about the time value of success issues. Reminds me of a story I heard a friend say, her 13-year-old son, he hit 99 pounds, he's very proud of himself, and he said, I'm going to eat a pound of nachos so I can be 1% nacho. (laughs) If only... If only finances were that easy, right? Addition, we can all do addition, but they're not. The more success you have, the more complex everything gets. The time value of those success issues start to compound to a place that it becomes dangerous for a lot of people. You spent your whole life building everything to only watch it possibly fall apart with a tiny issue that could have been solved decades in advance. You just didn't even know you didn't know you didn't know you had it. And I think that is where we find a lot of issues is that people don't even know the question to ask, much less the right question to ask, and those things just start compounding. So we know the time value of money is a very good thing. We know the time value of success is a very good thing. But the time value of success issues, that's where things get interesting. So what do you do? What do you do if you're in this place that You've built this success. You haven't dealt with these issues. And they're so compounding that you're overwhelmed. Where do you start? Because it is overwhelming. And the good news is this is where we've come in. So this ain't our first rodeo, right? We know how painstaking this can be. And we usually tell people when we get started, we say, Now, this is going to hurt for a very brief period of time. And the reason it's going to hurt is because we know nothing about you. So we, we got to learn everything about you. We got to learn everything about you. I mean, we even ask pets names and, and there's a reason for that. Besides the fact that some people actually put them in their estate planning documents, but it's really important to know everything about you. And that part is a little painstaking. But once we get there, things just start to fall into place. And here's why. Because we have a process and we do it with three simple steps. And it allows us to do a lot of the heavy lifting for the successful families that we work with. So the first thing we do is we begin with the end in mind. Um, You know, Stephen Covey wrote this in his book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, Seven Habits of Highly Effective Families. I think it's in everything, right? But I love this statement. I've been using it for years and years and years because I'm of the um, belief that if we don't understand where someone wants to go in life like paint that picture of what it means to live life on purpose to you what is the end game Um, and really have a good understanding of of what that purpose driven life looks like we have no idea how to plan for anything i'll give you a great example um i was on a phone call recently and the couple had said, well, their accountant was recommending they go to an S-corp, and they wanted to know if that was a good thing. And I said, well, I have a question. I said, are you planning to sell your business in the future someday? And they said, oh, yeah, it's, it's for sale right now. I said, well, does your accountant know that? And they said, well, well, no. So, you know, we often get advice when people don't even have all the information because we ask a specified question. It doesn't work that way. You've gotta ask enough questions to really have the big picture, the holistic picture, to be able to dive deep. And that will help you paint where you want to go, okay? So once we've got that, then we start to um, paint the picture of of everything else. Your current situation. We gotta know exactly what's going on. Future and goals. Um, Future's not the same as goals. You know, you may not want to pay for that wedding, for that uh, son-in-law that you really are not excited about bringing into the family. (laughs) But it's a future event that's happening, right? (laughs) Goals are actually things we want to do. Uh, Family dynamics. Yes, we all have dysfunctional families. And it's extremely important to get those elephants out of the room from the beginning because otherwise, I mean, we've been down this road and someone's hidden something from us and not told us everything. And then we end up uh, having to backtrack about three years worth of work because uh, it didn't fit the bill. Yeah, it's really big. Family dynamics. I mean, our whole life revolves around our family. You gotta know what's going on there. Feelings about money, risk, reward. All of that is so important to know. And then, so we got the end in mind, we got the current picture, and then we're starting to be able to navigate. That's when it comes to be our job to help you uncover the dangers, the gaps, the overlaps in your plans, work with your other professionals, your other experts, um, to explore your strengths, explore your opportunities that you have so that you can start moving towards that living life on purpose thing we always talk about, right? And you know, once you've got those options, then what you're able to do is we're able to say, okay, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, why don't you look at this? And then you tell us how you wanna steer this ship. Which direction do you wanna go? And that's when we begin helping with the heavy lifting and implementation. So, you know, here's the deal. I think life is too short to not live intentionally. And that could be said on a lot of levels and yes money isn't everything in life for sure it's not everything but it is a bit like oxygen to help you live the life you were working so hard obviously that you want to live and so the question is are you building a life in which you're putting back the time value of intentionality the time value of success or are you building a life in which you're just pushing back the time value of success issues because the discrepancy between the two of those would be mind-boggling my name is Angela Robinson with Kennedy Financial Services right here in the great town of Eastland Texas we are here to help let us know helping people live life on purpose that is what we do what we have been doing since 1989 God bless everyone. Have a great week and be sure to join us next week on Life Planning 101.
0: Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services. If you have questions, you can email them to lifeplanning at kennedy-financial.com. Don't forget to learn how our sister company can assist you with all of your tax, bookkeeping, and consulting needs. You can find out more at briscoeandassociates.com. and are only for general informational purposes as of the date indicated. Securities offered through Calton and Associates Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, member of FINRA SIPC, investment and advisory services offered through Smart Mining Group LLC, Kennedy Financial Services and Smart Mining Group LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by Calton and Associates Incorporated.